This episode is sponsored by The Jordan Harbinger Show. Jordan dives into the minds of fascinating people, from athletes, authors, and scientists to mobsters, spies, and hostage negotiators, all with the noble cause to make you a more informed, critical thinker to operate better in today's world. Jordan's also got a fun weekly segment, Feedback Friday, where he covers advice on everything from escaping a cult or psycho family situations to relationships and networking to even just asking for a raise. Point blank, Jordan Harbinger is smart, funny, and easy to listen to. You'll be pressed to find an episode without excellent conversation, a few laughs, and actionable advice that can directly improve your life. You can't go wrong with adding The Jordan Harbinger Show to your rotation. It's incredibly interesting. There's never a dull show. Search for The Jordan Harbinger Show. That's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to Dum Dums 2099, where improvisers who've never role-played before journey into a futuristic world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Alan Honor System and Declan are battling through the Citadel's concourse. Declan blasted a bar full of executives with a tripod gun. Alan ate four executives before the fifth killed himself to escape her, and Honor System became a whirlwind of blades in a robot duel. But can they survive the wave of drone defenders the mercenary has summoned? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons 2099. The last executive, having folded in half uh, after being shot in the back by Honor System while trying to escape, uh, has left you with a, a massive open concourse full of blaring alarms, spinning lights, and one mercenary um, who has set all of this in motion. Uh, you know that she is uh, hunkered down in the comm station and has triggered uh, a base-wide alarm uh, indicating where where you have, have gotten to, making you no longer just the problem of the low-level execs trapped in here with you, um, but now the problem of all available uh, drone fighters on the base. Um, Honor system had just taken his turn, uh, which means Declan, uh, you, it's uh, your move, you are... Pressed against the statue of uh, Jacinda Bezos uh, that dominates the center of the concourse. Um, you have uh, a turret that is now broken. Uh, it's it's reading jammed in the way that like all good video game turrets do after you have your, your two minutes of Master Chief fun of carrying it around, blasting everything. Um, you saw the, the trooper run into the comm station a while ago, so you are aware that that was kind of their last known location, so you can move there if you want. That said, the blast doors are still down, which is likely going to become a rather large problem for all of you very, very soon. Uh, you also haven't seen Alan in a bit, so those are questions. What do you do? Yeah, he's heard screaming, so he assumes Alan's having a nice time. Um, <laughs> system's going for the one in comms. Uh, Declan would like to, to move over and check some of the dead bodies of the breach team. Sure. Would it be possible to get one of their suits off and put it on like the big armor piece? So you could try to blend in and look like he'd be on staff instead of somebody bursting into the room and being like problem guy. If you can take out the one in the comms room, you might be able to sneak into her outfit. Unfortunately, the three that are uh, members of the breach team in a, uh, like between being electrified and then being mulched by the remainder of, of the gear, you could put it on, but it looks pretty rough. Um, okay, it's very so, much like you know in, in a spy movie or a war movie where it's like the Nazi uniform, but like there's clearly bloody bullet holes, and it's like, no, I'm one of you guys. It's fine. 
Okay, so our best bet is outfit and comms and possibly guy who barfed into own helmet and then I <laughs> shot in the face. Those are my yeah, two options. I mean, the helmet's not so clean, but the, the shirt is fine. Oh, uh, uh, yes, yes, he's fine. Just the grenade blew up the other barricade, um, but his body is at the, the one that you came up at, Perfect. so it's fine. System, do you need help taking out this one mercenary in the fucking comms room? I should be all right. Um, how do we get the blast doors open? I'm going to work on that right now. If you could do me a favor and just, you know, try not to shred the fucking suit in there, we could perhaps steal those and try to play a little dress up. But, I mean, priorities don't get fucking shot. Uh, and then Declan will go to, to take a look at the doors. He'll also come over to Alan and just be like, if you could find any of those fucking nanopacks on anybody who's dead, I guarantee you we need it for fucking system. There are plenty of dead over here to search. I'm on it. Perfect. Um, uh, and then, yeah, he, he just is going to go to that fucking door uh, sure. and try to, to open that. The, it, 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 it guess he doesn't have his hacker's kit anymore. So Do you want to try and, like, kit bash one? Because the thing yeah. is, with all these dead execs now um, and their luggage, like, as we know, there's, there's like, one legit like um uh health potion kicking around um yeah. that uh alan kind of like magicked out um earlier uh, but also they they're traveling with a bunch of their gear so there's like ipal bits to spare if you want to try and bash together. yeah i think that'll be his first priority if one of them's got like a tablet of some kind yeah. he oh, can totally. you know plug into the wi-fi and download his own hacked system that he's definitely got somewhere on the net uh just try to put his shit together be great um yeah, it's on the X Japan forums with everything else. Mm. Um, okay, so Declan, let's say I think we're going to do this in. Okay, yeah, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do this in a couple steps. Okay. Um, the key here being that I don't think I'm going to make you roll to hack the door. Instead, I'm going to make you roll to put together to see how long it takes you to put together the hacking device. I feel like yep. opening this thing because it isn't a like the security. The alarms are in place now, but this thing was. This was meant to prevent against vacuum and to like close down the hyperloop when they need to close it down, not really to withstand like an assault. Yeah. Um, so let's start with, uh, I think, probably an investigation, I would say, or maybe a, I'll take investigation or streetwise. And this is just for you looting, um, looting bags and everything else to see like what kind of stuff. I guess it's I would. A 10. 10? Okay. So, um, yeah, they've got the stuff, but unfortunately so much of it is the cheap, as you've been seeing kind of the, 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 the cheap over the counter shit, um, that, uh, you're going to have disadvantage to slap it together because all of the parts are slightly too proprietary or slightly the wrong shape or slightly less powerful than what you actually need. So it's going to take a lot of jury rigging. It's that classic, like you can't get an Apple, uh, phone apart without like heat gunning it to remove the glue it's that kind of shit where it's just all of it's built to yep. kind of be disposable but you do gather what you need it's just not uh an ideal form so i'm imagining this is you just like looting bags like dumping briefcases and like satchels and you know like rolling corpses over and looting their pockets um and just kind of carrying like an armful of electronics dumping them in front of the door I assume, like, behind the statue, so you've got cover and starting to sort through. Or if he's building there, he's probably building it on the bar in Moon Unit. It's a nice oh, flat okay. surface yeah, at, yeah, you amazing. know, chest height. Also and, not in front of any direct openings. Yeah, that sounds good. And, I mean, admittedly, like, your your favorite um, 
uh, aromatherapy situation is going on. The the blood of your enemies just drifting in the air. Um, the smell of uh, ozone in the morning from your gun. So yeah, great. Uh, so you get to work on that. Um, Alan, um, you you watch a, a perfectly good meal go to waste uh, as as it slides down the the wall, uh, having blown his own head open. Um, but you get the call from um, Declan, so immediately you have purpose, you have a job. Um, what? Uh, how? How do you go about searching for for nano packs? Um, and or that potion you heard? Yeah, I, I. I mean, I'll. I'll. Tr- I'll try to m- magic out the potion again to see if I can get a more specific read on where it is. And otherwise, it's like search the pockets of all the execs look to see if in the um the diner there's any like health kit or anything you know like um, an emergency med kit or anything that's available there i like that so let's go with uh investigation please all right this is slightly Uh, more 25 yep great um okay so i'm gonna say uh with the 25 Oh, wow, 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 wow. I rolled a six. Uh, so you find six um, nano nano Fuck patches. Yeah. Um, we'll say that's like the the health kit. You open it yeah. up and there's just a bunch of, of nano packs, which again can heal either system or or the two of you. Um, and with a, a number that high, I think kind of like getting a sense of all, all these, these complaining execs, you just start like looting their luggage. And sure enough, someone has a like you know, a secreted bottle in a flask of um, of a more potent uh, healing elixir. For the purposes of, of this, we'll say if you dump it on honor system, it will because it is imbued with actual magic. Mm-hmm. Um, it obviously can't knit his organic flesh, but just if it you know soaks in, it'll refill his health, which I think in our purposes would mean like it's it you know it's almost like uh, spraying a varnish on something. Gotcha. <laughs> like it just provides enough of a of a shell to prevent yeah. the, the immediate damage. So is that like standard, like 2d4 plus two? Um, what we've, with the nano packs, we've been going with, refresh my memory. What's the nano pack situation been so far? Uh, they're 2d4 plus two is what they've Oh, been. so they've just been yeah. a healing potion. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So for the healing potion, Sweet. then uh, we'll say um, uh, 2d6 healing? plus four. What? So it's one real good heal for one of you. Hot damn. Are you doing okay? I know you were getting vampiric touch and kind of getting like a. Uh, I mean, this seems like a conversation to have after we deal with that final yeah. uh, mercenary. <laughs> you're right. I'll, you're I'll, right. I'll pocket. I'll pocket everything cool. for later sharing. Yeah, Billy Fingers is in there, just moving things around like it's a Resident Evil inventory, oh, yeah. just like sliding things, turning <laughs> it to make sure it's like, yeah, most most effectively <laughs> tucked away. Um, okay, great. Um, so that brings us to. Uh, the uh, mercenary. Ooh. Top of the round. Um, honor system. I want to close the rest of the distance to the comms room. Uh, and I want to um, get up beside the, I guess, like the doorway mm-hmm. and do that very, very cool stylistic thing that people with swords do uh, and hold it up to see if I can like look through the reflection from mm. cover to see if I can spot anyone waiting in ambush in there. Cool. So I'm going to need a stealth check for you as you run up um, because she definitely has an action prepped. Uh, 
but she can't do it if she doesn't see you. That's a dirty 20 for stealth. Uh, oh, damn. She, she got a 19. Um, so yep, yeah, you, you pull in, uh, and you slide the blade uh, of Legion kind of out, uh, to see if you can see, uh, going over where she is. And, uh, just immediately there's a, a spray of SMG fire, um, that, uh, probably doesn't hit Legion. Cause I imagine like if you weren't expecting to see a sword, it's just like you see a glint of metal, you just start spraying. Right. Um, so, um, bullets kind of tear up the wall beside you. Um, and, uh. You hear um, assorted uh, curses um, in in uh, unfamiliar tongues, but like the intent is very clear. Okay, um, how's my? How would you say my movement is if I've come this far to the conjuring? Can this I go in further? This would have been the the remainder of your movement would have been to get to. Okay, like your movement would end when you reach the uh, the wall. Okay, so then I'm not able to go in any further. Um, so I am. Uh, just trying to spot this person so that I can. Oh, you get you get the spot. Like you, you know, you know. Where okay, she is. I know you exactly. Can triangulate okay. between the fire and okay. and what you saw in the blade. Yeah, she just uh, she had a prepped action for anyone coming through the door. So, okay, a sword came through the door. Uh, you right. know, as you do. Uh, I guess just to like for the purposes of like making the most of it, I will um fire off my my SMG at this person. See oh, okay, great. So just like get a, get some shots in blind yeah. fire around the corner. Great. Yeah. So um. Are you leaning out to do this or are you? Yeah, I would be leaning out. If okay. she's like fired off her burst, I would like wait for the pause and then pop out to fire back. Okay, great. Um, so you're going to be firing at disadvantage because she's in co- like heavy cover. Um, but otherwise, okay. go ahead. 13, 11. So we use the 11 plus 10, 21. Fuck, yeah, hit. that'll hit. Plus okay. 10, my God. Yeah. Why We're do both... I even show up? <laughs> Because I'm almost dead. (laughs) (laughs) This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective minds. But now we are selling some sick mugs. And it is so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. It'll help you turn browsers into buyers because it has the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, which means curious people are more likely to buy from you. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. One of the big problems Shopify solved for us was international shipping. Our shipping prices if people were outside of the U.S. were through the roof. But the moment we switched over to Shopify, we were able to choose where our orders were being fulfilled from in different places, which meant shipping could be cheap for all of our fans everywhere around the globe. So if you were even thinking about opening a store, sign up now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S. If you open a store with Shopify, you're going to be hearing that sound a lot. Hi, everybody. It's me, Bucky. They're letting me read an ad. Well, I'm very excited. This one is for the Dum Dums and Dice Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash dice, you can join the $15 per month tier and name NPCs that appear in the series. 
you give me a bunch of new friends to say hello to, and I'm very excited about that. I always admired Mr. Butthole for being able to say, uh, hello, new friend, to anybody, and they immediately like him, and they all become his best friend, and that's all I really want, is to have new friends as well. It gets a little lonely here at the castle, uh, and, and, you know, it would just be really nice if we get, become friends. So if you, you got someone in mind, you know, someone from maybe one of your other campaigns, or your own OC or something like that, and you want to, you know, say hi to me, well, I, I really like that. So you, if you go over to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, that's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E, you can, you can make it happen. Looking forward to meeting you. Bye. Well, this place can't have that many more cafeterias, right? <laughs> I have been fighting since that warehouse on Earth. <laughs> it's almost like someone built a gauntlet scenario. Who could have done such a thing? Betty's Four, answer. five, six, seven, uh, plus five, 12 damage. 12 damage. Um, all right. You hear uh, just kind of like a, a, a yelp of pain um, and um, the, uh, the, the sound of a body falling over. Okay. Um, it, we're not really in an initiative order right we now, can, right? We're we just kind of playing this Well, out. we were actually still in we were, Oh, sorry. Okay. But uh, we can drop out now because you, you shot her and she stopped shooting back. Okay. Okay. Uh, then I would just go in to uh, uh, check on her uh, and the condition of her armor to see if Declan can use it. Mm-hmm. I did uh, probably riddle her with bullets, unfortunately. <laughs> You you did, um, but that's less a an issue than uh, the uh, pinless grenade she's holding. Um, so I need a reflex save from you, sir, uh, as she raises a middle finger with one hand and a grenade with the other. Uh, that is an eighteen. Eighteen. Um, okay, so uh, you will manage to. Um, get out um in time uh that said you will still take half damage as is the way of traps um in this system as in all as in all systems all right so that is um eight dear d8 where there you are all right four uh so that is 12 points of damage uh so cut in half so six points of damage Okay. As the uh, you know, you do the, the the classic like step forward. Oh shit! Step back. Is the you know broom explodes, blows out the windows, um, and uh, it, it the room kind of collapses in on itself behind you. Okay. Um, you got damage to spare though, right? Uh, so now we can really drop out of initiative order. Um, but uh, I'm gonna say uh, you have. Can I roll a dice for this? Okay, um, you're gonna have uh, two rounds before the drones arrive. So, even though we're out of initiative order, uh, keep in mind you both, all of you have like I don't really care what order you do it in, but you all have like two actions. Blah 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 blah. Your movements unrestricted within this area, but in terms of like actual cool things you want to do, you get two okay. before the assholes show up. Okay. Um. I know. Alive? Uh, I think again, weird to hear, but like the sound of like labored breathing um, as mm. as honor system emerges from like the just the rubble 
and the dust settling, he says, uh, yes, I am still here. Alan, he's, he sounds fucked up. If you could just go slap every one of those fucking things. He's just still working at like the Apple store. He's just yeah. working away on this bench. But talking work to that genius it. bar. Declan, yeah. do you need do you need anything? No, I'm fucking fantastic, strangely enough. It turns out the guy with a sword who's running towards the enemy tends to get shot a lot more than me. All right. Um, so Alan will run over to Honor System uh, and just f- fan out the six nanopacks and just say, take what you need. But eat what you take. <laughs> <laughs> System, uh, this is not a time to be shy. Fucking take it. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Alan. Are are you well? Uh, well, and and Alan pulls out the this the magical potion, um, and says, I, "I'm I, I am reserving this one for me." Actually, do you know what? I'm just I'm just going to take this right now, <laughs> and Alan just goes and drinks it. Good, I'm glad, and I will start uh, administering nanopacks. Um, we said that the nanopacks are two d four plus two. Yeah. yeah. Do you want me to do this really quick on my automated dice roller, Tyler? Or do you want to roll sure. 12 <laughs> d4? Me. I've got 4 d4. <laughs> okay. 12 d4 comes to 32 plus you had 6 then, which is another 2, which is 12. So you are at 44. 44 added. Okay. 44 Jesus added. Four, four. I got 13 added. For me. I got a rock. <laughs> All right, so system, I'm imagining now like we're reaching the point of um, almost like duct tape patches over like a, a fixed skateboard where it's just like right, tape yeah. being used um, to kind of hold hold bits in. You're feeling more hardy, more hail, but um, the damage is like moving past a point of just yeah, cool, the, yeah. The robe is like in tatters, right? That he was wearing. It is it is not really viable as clothing anymore, <laughs> but he still wears it. Um, as best he can. I mean, that's been true of every robe I've ever owned. It just reaches a point where I'm like, this <laughs> right. is barely clothes, but here we are. Um, <clears throat> awesome. Okay. So while they're doing that, let's check in on Radio Shack. Uh, Declan, uh, let's go ahead with your at disadvantage rule to see how you kit bash. Um, I'm going to say probably robotics. Are you a robotics or a mechanics guy? Robotics. Yeah, that's what I thought. So let's go with that. That makes the most sense for me, I think. Unless you want to go engineering, which I could also... No, buy. no, we'll go robotics. Uh, man, good rolls. That's a 21. I rolled a 19 oh, and a 14 oh, and a plus 7, so 21. Um, so despite the... Uh, you know, you're, you're not the, the kind of uh, work person who blames their tools, uh, despite the kind of general shittiness of what you've got. Um, you manage to slam it together real fast. Uh, so with one action, you're able to put it together. Uh, you can use your other action on the door if you see you fit. I do. I do. He would like <laughs> to hack the door, please. There are drones coming. He would like to not be here. Great. Um, so as um, uh, Honor System and Alan uh, move to uh, to meet you, um, you quickly patch in and immediately, like, there's there's kind of the, the heavy grinding of, of, of gears. Uh, it's a very classic, like, you know, 
Usually in a, in a video game, there's a boss fight behind this. Uh, happily, you fought the boss was stuck on this side this time, which was handy. Um, so uh, the door starts to kind of like slowly separate from uh, from the center. Um, so you do have a moment or two as this is happening where you can kind of catch up with each other. That isn't like a, this door doesn't take like a thousand years. It takes a little while to get to a point where you can actually all get you know, hustle up and through it. Um, but you do have a moment to check in with each other because uh, I know I denied that to you earlier. So I'm gifting it to you now. Um, so before before the doors open and before the drones arrive, uh, is there anything you, you say or do? So how's uh, everyone doing? How's everyone feeling? Uh, much better now. Thank you, Alan. Thank you, Declan. Yeah, of course. I, I, I just... I'm 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 honestly just sick of like fighting our way through here and kind of just want to blow the whole thing if we can. I completely agree. So we've got every drone theoretically available coming at us, probably from in front of us, not behind. I'll still close this behind us and lock it because where the fuck are we going to go? Uh, I think our priority here needs to be moving fucking quickly because if they bog us down and lock us in a room, we're right fucked. Yes, yes, I agree. I don't know what the fuck's happening. We don't have a map. Alan, do you have any way for us to figure out who the fuck we need to go to kill the bee man and your mum? Uh, Ryan, I will actually say, based on the, the shit you smashed together, you probably do have a basic map now. Correction, um, I have a map. So let's look at it and figure out how to kill the bee man and your fucking mum. He's going to pull up the map to try to figure out where the fuck they want to yeah. go. So it's not great. It's a, it's a, like a PDF of, of the Citadel. And unfortunately, it's very much a PDF map of, of it's like a convention center that they don't really expect you to go to. Um, but um, based on a quick look, um, the, the place you ultimately need to end up uh, is uh, the penthouse uh, hive. Uh, or the um, uh, the hive quarters, as it's uh, listed on the uh, on the map. It is uh, the north uh, north. We're in space. Um, it's obviously the uh, the apex of the, the citadel. Uh, you saw it from outside. It's absolutely where um, uh, Justin de Bezos will be, uh, and seems to control the entire operation from. Um, you're currently uh, in the concourse level, um, Declan. From a quick kind of tactical view of this, you can. Guess with some confidence as to the route that drones will have to su sort of siphon into from security and that sort of thing. Um, and it actually leads you on a, a, a pretty easy uh, pathway up. Um, you can see kind of where central, uh, where the primer hood launch control is. You can see where the Zeus cannon control are. Um, both of those are heavily, heavily guarded as you would imagine and are in the direct path of these drones um but less in their way um are the labs uh, there's a massive lab complex that actually seems to run up the back of the citadel and could likely get you a bit of the verticality you need so from a quick tactical readout uh, the lab is absolutely the way to go fabulous haven't taken a look i think what we're going to do is go through science town so we can shoot the bee man he's at the top every other way has a fucking army in it that works for me I hate evil scientists. How about you guys? Eight. Yes. Evil yes. scientists, yes. I hate them. Yes. Perfect. All right. So we're not going to take any extra time. Alan, you seem concerned. No, I'm just... Honor system seem concerned at hating. Like, it's okay to hate things. Just a novel sensation. Huh. I like it. It drives me. 
I will say it keeps that. you fucking focused, doesn't it? Yes, yes, it oh, does. Right. So we'll kill every scientist we can, but we won't let Kellenham slow us down because if we kill the bee men, we can probably just vent the atmosphere from the whole fucking building and everyone dies who's not mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alan, do you have any magical abilities we should be aware of? Do you have some way to like blood track your mum so that we don't I, shoot her or whatever? Honestly, like I think Alan kind of tries to like sense the weave and feels that she has like it's there, but she's pulled a lot out. And can't access a whole lot. Look, I'm like, I, I have I have some basic stuff, some basic kind of like close range kind of combat things that I can do. But I, I at this point I'm not I'm not gonna be able to hit very hard anymore. Okay, so if you can't touch them, then they're not gonna be fucking magic, is what you're saying. Uh pretty much. All right, I well, mean, I mean I can I can I can hurl some acid. But. I'm fabulous. He got that. Or fallback plan. Uh, and he's just going to reach down to one of the dead mercenaries and pick up their SMG in a couple of clips and be like, there's always ballistic weapons. These things are nice and reliable when you get sleepy. Here you go. Oh. Take this. Take these. And I don't know that Alan's ever held a gun. Oh, Deck no, would definitely no, no. tie you did. to handle yeah. a gun when you were in Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, now. right. We did. The yeah. Last time. Last yeah, time we, Alan was here. On a here. very Hell special yeah. 2099. Yeah. Yeah. You're ready to say no, and then we both do a sepia-toned flashback to like him as like an awkward dad figure, and you as an awkward, more teenage version of Alan, just not quite as sure, with like yeah. rifles and shit in a basement. Yeah. Yeah. Just, like, just like walk, peers in the door, sees what's going on, shakes his head, yeah. nods, and then carries on. And you know, like Declan's advice is all horrifyingly sociopathic, yeah. where he's like, the head or the groin. One of them takes him out of the game. The other one, they just keep screaming till their friends expose themselves. <laughs> Except that Alan is like really in the m- mode of like Tiffany Rathburn. And so she, everything she's just doing is like, she's go- gone method and like, okay, but the reload time is like really long. So how do you make it more efficient? I, I, but this it makes it harder to work with you. But I appreciate what you're doing. Uh, uh, oh perhaps God. if we found a slightly better reload mechanism, then perhaps Mr. Asanthus would be better at reloading. I'm sorry, I meant Tiffany. That's right, it's me, Bourbon Sherbert, the survivalist Robert, definitely alive. Definitely going to survive. Thing we could- it's the one thing we can say about you, Bourbon, you're never going to die. All right. It's true. <laughs> and it just spins around happily, <laughs> shooting little sparks. To go back to shooting mannequins in the balls. And then we cut yeah. back to the present where you have an SMG. Uh, amazing. So the um, uh, the doors open and you find yourselves in a, a legitimately um, very beautiful um, space. And again, I think like Declan, the fact that this is a beautiful space makes all of this even more frustrating because it's like... For all of the horror, you still took the time to design this space. So this is a massive atrium um, with kind of a um, a, a beautiful uh, central um, sort of like uh, series of lift platforms that almost looks um, almost uh, like they're, they're cylindrical, looks almost like a, a revolver barrel. Um, so just kind of a, a massive column of smaller tubes, um, all of which is kind of a different shimmering metallic uh, sort of uh, to almost um, uh, almost like a, a filigreed pipe organ, like just beautiful, beautiful um, thing, each in a slightly different color um, that kind of uh, it, it reach up into the sky uh, or into the ceiling rather. Um, it's not, it, it's, it feels very large. Um, it's about a three-story um, room you're, you're standing in. Obviously there's more important stuff above you. Um, you can also see that um, sort of off to your, your left and right, um, there are um, 
routes. If you think about like a hotel lobby, it's kind of that vibe where there's like the part, the functional parts of the hotel that the hotel needs to make your stay nice are visible enough to you from, from where you are, but are also tucked away enough as to not be, um, uh, to not encroach on the space. But you can imagine that's likely where things like, um, you know, Primerhood launch, all those sorts of things are kind of like tucked off in the complex on the moon's surface of this ground floor rather than stacking them up. Because uh, the fancy fuckers get to go up, everyone else can kind of just chill out down here. Um, from here, you can see, um, whereas the alarm lights in the uh, concourse were very loud and industrial, in here, it's almost like the emergency lights in, in an apartment stairwell, where it's just like low blinking blue lights uh, at every door. Um, you can see that the elevators are all very much locked. Um, and uh, there are um, sort of um, uh, hidden vent hatches opening um, in the ceiling. And, and as you walk in, they're all starting to open. And you can hear kind of the rumble and thump of uh, metallic things basically like pinballing down these shafts um they seem to be kind of like quick access uh drop points um the entire area is lit in kind of a calming blue light um it almost seems like you're underwater uh, there's just kind of a beautiful shimmering um sense of of movement and uh various blues um and uh there's just and again odd details that irk you there's a really nice carpet the entire thing is just really nicely carpeted in kind of a red and gold uh, with uh, uh, Amazon logos, you know, at appropriately classy distances, but enough to, uh, to give you the brand. Um, there are also those weird, like, standing signs, not quite A-frames, but, you know, like the, the the standy ones that you see at convention centers that have very much, like, welcome executives to the world of tomorrow. And, like, um, remember, hive thinking is the only thinking. Other thinking will not be tolerated. And, like, all the messaging you saw. Ugh, uh, Alan um, says out loud. <laughs> Uh, and uh, the the three of you just book it. You book it across this space. Um, it really is uh, one of those kind of like uh, tight but still manageable timelines where like you can see the vents opening, you can hear the drones coming, but you're still able to just run through this lobby. Um, there's no one here. Uh, it would seem that everyone of import has gone to their appropriate location, uh, and they certainly didn't want to let the riffraff through. Um, there are also, of course, like the various places that aren't open. You can see there's kiosks and things that aren't active yet. Um, but the good news about the lab is being kind of a uh, an add-on facility. Um, it has a, a sort of a separate lift and separate set of stairs. So Declan, according to the schematics you've looked at, um, a softer target uh, because it would be a strange point to like, it's a strange route to take uh, realistically, and it won't get you all the way to the apex. It'll just get you up a few floors. But right now, that's all you need. So the three of you book it across the space, um, and uh, you uh, arrive at uh, at the the labs. Um, can I get a perception check from all three of you, please? Oh, not twenty. Isn't that nice? Ooh, that's twenty-four not very for Declan. High. Perception. Uh, perception. Cool. <laughs> um, so honor system. Um, uh, you immediately are able to identify that uh, this this lab is old. Uh, it's older than the um, uh, the rest of the the facility by quite some. The architecture is different in a lot of ways. It's like when uh, Toronto's notorious for this, but when someone builds like a glass tower around a heritage building, um, so uh, much more innately carved, a lot more stone. Um, 
and uh, you can see uh, kind of because he rolled extraordinarily well um, tucked away inside the metallic again like the the sort of classic Star Trek doors um, there's uh, clearly a, a sculpture piece they weren't quite able to work around and you see just enough uh, to see kind of um, a, a bulbous uh, head carved into it um, with kind of long twisting tentacles um, uh, kind of coming out of its uh, chin and, and lower face no mouth uh, just kind of a, a sloped face into that um, Alan, you would of course uh, recognize this, um, but oh, Honor System yeah. and Declan uh, mind flares don't exist really in 2099 that you're aware of. So this would just look like a like a, a, a kooky sculpture, kind of like when people do like you know the God of Wind or something, and it's just like a, a dude with his cheeks puffed out, just yeah. an odd piece. But Alan, you would absolutely recognize this as as uh, the the carved visage of a mind flare, a god of the sea, perhaps. Uh, Strange I, to find it on a moon base. Well, I mean, they kind of hang out underground where I'm from. Wait, so your god of the sea is from underground? I just want to remind not, you, we all need to keep moving while sea. we talk. They're just illicits. I think we can assume this conversation is happening as you're like moving up to the door and yeah. you're hacking it. Just okay, for, Alan, for cinematic sake. For illicit, let's just skip to the point where you explained it as though we're school children who don't know what you're talking about. And I proceed to explain. <laughs> Great. Uh, so in the <laughs> sense that only Declan or Honor System would properly track of this, um, she ex explains Illithids as um, highly powerful psychers. Um, so, uh, or sorry, psychics. <laughs> We're not in 40K. <laughs> um but uh, yes, um, uh, highly intelligent, um, uh, an incredibly capable uh, species from from dumb Faerun. Um, yeah, Xanthus was ripping their hearts out, right? Uh, Xanthus was no. ripping the heart no. out of. Oh, fuck me. Uh, uh, he ripped the heart out of it's himself. Uh, but uh, it was uh, gussied up as part of a, an illithid cult. Never mind. No, yeah, yeah, it was all part of the same adventure. Um, and you were there, and you were there, like, and you uh, were Juniper was there, I think. I, I don't think Juniper know. was there. Well, regardless, <laughs> Alan would be aware of, of Illithids just from, like, I feel like the Temple of Ogma being like, we're going to teach you a lot of information would be like, also, there are some people who really like information, and the way they do it is by sucking your brain out of your skull and eating it. So, like, just heads up, Ogma's not great with that. So, burp, burp. Alan, how do we defend ourselves from the psychic fucking powers? We have to put, like, tinfoil on our heads. I've heard that works. I don't know. A lot of people say stupid shit and it turns out to be real. Honestly, the best defense is to shoot them before they have the chance. Well, I, that may be my fucking specialty. All right, let's just uh, keep Tom, moving would forward. I, would I know of anything in particular no, that would defend against them? That's what you would that's know about. Just <laughs> it, right? if, yeah. if they try and get you, kill them before yeah. they can put their, their tentacles on your head and rip out your brain. Again, like Roll really high initiative. <laughs> yeah, they're they're just one of many threats, and like you probably during the war may have encountered one at some point. But um, yeah, cool. Um, so you rush up, hack the door. 
Immediately, uh, you enter one of those little decontamination chambers um, that uh, just kind of uh, hisses and sprays uh, disinfectant um, at you in kind of a mist. It's a little bit like a Pepsi Cool Zone, but like a really, really healthy one. Um, at which point, the second doors um, open, and uh, you find yourself at um, uh, what is clearly uh, a reception. Um, a small reception area of some sort. You can tell from uh, both the schematic and looking at this that the majority of the labs are um, on the second and third floor of this structure, um, but clearly there's some administrative um, purposing down here. Uh, you immediately note that the desk it does not match the uh, the kind of like carved out of the face of the moon vibe of, of uh, the, the exterior wall uh, that's been built into the larger citadel. Um, it's clearly been added later it's a sort of a massive wooden desk um you can see um, a scattering of, of tablets uh, as well as a lot of paper um scattered around uh, the desk looks like it hasn't been disturbed in some time uh, beyond the desk uh as is often the way in these such buildings um sort of two doors lead further into the facility um, from the schematic you saw declan there's no detail to this it's just like gray box gray box gray box uh but there were stairs um, that you can uh, easily take. There is an elevator, um, but no. We don't want to die no in a box. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing that shit. Um, no. Declan will continue, I think, to to take point because if somebody's on the lookout for like traps or ambushes, I think he's got the best shot of spotting those. Oh. So he'll just lead the way towards the doors, trying to take in as much of the environment as he can. But this is tactical movement. We can't stop moving or we're fucked. Totally. Um, and Alan and Honor System, how are you moving through the space? Honor systems of the same mind as Declan. I was like, sure, yep, take in that that description, but also where are the exits? We need to keep moving. Mm. Jacinda Bezos is not here. That's yep. yeah. Alan's doing a passive arcana check. <laughs> cool. Um, so Laura, can you roll me? Uh let's make that an active rather than a passive oh, sure. as, as you're walking. Yeah, sure thing. Um, uh, I just mm. feel like active checks are always more fun than me. Just be like, oh, a number that I get to Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Uh, 10. 10? Um, okay, so uh, this is this building feels like a toothache. Um, oh. It is just a, like, that dull, constant and, like, distracting amount of, of latent magical energy. Um, but not, there's no, there's no focal point to it. It's just that mm -hmm. dull... Uh, throb, but you can feel it kind of um, all around you. Like all around me in the air? Uh, or all around me as in like, am I feeling it like in items, in uh, All objects? around you is in, you're rolled a 10, so it's like there's radio static <sighs> playing and you can hear it everywhere, but you have no idea where the radio is or what station it's on. Yep. Mm. Sorry, pal. Um, all right. <laughs> What what are my stats for the submachine gun? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be what is I've it? Got, I've got it right here. Uh, so use Dex Dex plus proficiency if Declan taught you maybe if yep. Tom's generous. Yep, yeah. I would take that. Oh, that's nice. Okay. And um, Laura, yours is going to be a two uh, d four. Oh, you got the baby SMG. Yeah, plus Dex if it's a plus two. Oh, sticks? Cool. All right, that ain't that ain't bad. Thank you. You are welcome. Cool. Um, so moving through the space, um, 
the nice thing is uh, the, the the good and bad to this d- tactically Declan is because it is uh, clearly an older building. There aren't like robo vents that are just going to drop uh, drones in. Um, also, admittedly, it will take some time to sort out what the fuck happened with the concourse because you could, in theory, have gone back down the shaft. There's the train that's blocking stuff. Like, there's a lot of different factors at play that um, might keep them off you for a few minutes. Um, so you have an incredibly tense, uh, definitely like well planned, but ultimately f- like uh, uneventful move through um, through the lobby space of of the lab. It's one of those like awful tensions that doesn't get resolved. You know, you make your way through, um, and uh, you uh, you arrive at the stairs. Um, the, uh, the stairwell is empty. Um, there doesn't really seem to be much traffic here. Um, unlike the front desk, you can see that, um, the, uh, uh, the stairs have seen use lately. Um, I think you could probably tell that from the lobby as well. It's not like this is an abandoned building. Um, it's just that there's clearly no one at reception and hasn't been in, in quite some time. Um, how would you like to proceed with the stairwell situation? A uh, stairwell situation would probably be let honor system with the sword take point. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we get to floors where there's a landing, Declan would probably stay by the door, allow them to continue up. So he's behind Alan to just like cover ass. Alan in middle system gotcha. takes point. So if that the, makes sense to the group. Yep. Yeah. Stairs is like tight. So it makes sense to me that yeah. Melee would be going first. Yeah. From the schematics you've got, uh, the stairs will take you to the second floor. Um, the lab itself is two stories, uh, and there's kind of like a catwalk scenario inside. Mm-hmm. So you can make your way up and like probably like break a window or something and make your way back into the main facility from there. Um, but uh, yeah, it's not like a, I'll, I should be more clear about this. It's not like a, a multi layered stairwell. Um, so with that in mind, Honor System, if you can go ahead and roll me a stealth uh, to see how you, you creep up these, these stairs, that would be great. 15 15 um okay so um you're able to make your start making your way up alan you're in the middle um again still feeling that uh arcana ryan can you roll me a perception to see what you and i'll give you advantage because you probably have your scope that you can peek down uh, he's also got his robot eye that lets him see everything at twice visual oh hey well then fuck that scope just use your robo eye um, but yeah just get a sense of like what's going on back in the um uh, the atrium and it's a nat 20, baby. Ooh, you, you can see everything. <laughs> um, so Declan, in the, the atrium, you see, um, again, the mix of, of uh, robotic and uh, humanoid um, uh, troops, uh, drones, dropping down through the, uh, through the vents, um, either fast roping or um, a couple of them have those jetpacks that they're using outside. But having to really, like, use them in a more classic Boba Fett way where it's like you just can tap them to slow your descent. You can't really fly because there's gravity in here. Um, and uh, immediately um, they, they sort of spread out um, and uh, you can you know see them blitzing towards uh, you know the control centers. You can see troops coming from those directions, um, but they're, the majority of their motion is leading them back into the, uh, into the concourse. So you see just like a bunch of them take up tactical positions did you close the door behind you on your way through? Yeah. Okay. So they're like using key cards to activate it, um, taking up positions, setting up little barricades. Um, this nice tranquil atrium is very quickly becoming like a, a hard point. Um, 
but uh, you can tell they're in like search and destroy mode. Um, there are there is a team making its way back towards uh, towards the lab, but given that the lab is realistically the least tactically viable thing for them right now, it's not a huge concern. It's like you know two guys doing the you know back to back uh like walk and walk and aim um but they also have to check their corners on the way through because again they, they don't really know if anyone's here is there anything you want to do about this or are you just going to sneak up the stairs um i don't think he's had time to do anything tremendously clever and to shoot someone is just to reveal which direction you're coming in so i think all that happens is as he's backing up the stairs with alan behind him he's taking out his silencer because he has a silencer for his pistol and for his rifle and he's just screwing those on so if they're coming towards him he can shoot because in future silencers are what movie silencers are which just means no one can hear him fire a gun further than 10 feet away Dude, I've played Perfect Dark. I know exactly what that yeah, silencer yeah. sounds like in the future. It's great. Um, yeah. Okay, amazing. So yeah, um, I also just love that that visual of like one, two. <laughs> uh, yep, big gun, little gun. Everything yeah, gets exactly. silencer. Um, okay, amazing. So um, with that, um, the the team kind of creeps uh, up the stairwell. Um, honor system, you make it to the top landing. Um, and the, uh, there's a, a door with like a push bar. Uh, it's not a sexy Star Trek door. It's just a, a push bar door. Um, that's clearly been like crudely drilled into this, um, stone, stone, um, structure. Uh, and it's propped open. Um, there's a, uh, a book jammed under the, um, uh, under the door, um, like covers ripped. The pages are all askew, um, propping the door open. Um, and beyond it, um, you can see, um, a, a sort of a massive cylindrical two-story, lab space uh this is very uh like you, you can feel humidity coming off it there's sort of jungle vibes uh to it it's got kind of big leafy plants um you can see a catwalk um with uh, with stairs kind of at the far far end that kind of uh, uh coil up and around it um in kind of a, a, a beautiful swirl um a lot of tables uh, a lot of monitors set up um uh, schematics uh, you see um, drawings, old kind of yellowed drawings that have been pinned to a wall. And again, this is just a quick glance. Once you actually get in there, you can take a better look. But just at a glance, you can see that that sort of vibe. Um, there's a, a massive chalkboard um, that's uh, that's uh, stretched across. Um, and you hear a, a, a metallic clicking uh, as you, you look through. And um, a, um, a, a somewhat heavy set figure... Um, uh, at least from the waist up, uh, is um, doing um, some uh, kind of crude calculations um, on uh, on the board, um, but is also holding a um, a long pipe uh, in in one hand. Uh, you're you're kind of like environmental scanners are picking up um, just narcotics burning at a at a high rate. Um, he's got kind of curly hair from the back. Uh, he's wearing some kind of uh, floral shirt um, that's that's sort of stained and, and, and wetted down. God, um, Tom. But from the waist down, uh, he is uh, on a metallic spider legs, um, and he's got just a, a like a, a tiny weird hat propped uh, <laughs> atop his head. Um, and uh, as you you look in, uh, Doctor Moreau turns. Uh, and just says, oh, intruders, 
get them. And with that, Mr. Mittens leaps at you and we uh, enter combat. What? Uh, what? This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons 2099 features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. The system we're playing is Carbon 2185, and Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are Core Collapse and Sanctuary of the Sky Gods by Nathaniel Yverne, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Now I'm off to do future things before we return for the next episode of Dum Dums and Dragons 2099. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. The Half-Blind Prophet, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Sammy Boy, Orion Birchfield, Scott Garland, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Acrix, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Roman Brown, Shulzari, Christian Mendez, Spot Allen, Flynn 1138, Alorraine Okapi, OMG It's Big Nick, Steve Weeze, D&D and Things, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. In the year 1889, there was nowhere in the world more exciting than London, England. Free cheers for Inspector Lestrade and the bad boys of Baker Street themselves, Sherlock Holmes and Dr. John Watson! Solved! By Sherlock Bloody Holmes of 221 B Baker Street. Well, with any luck, we'll get a new brutal murder any day now. God, I wish. It's truly shocking you haven't solved anything in five years. The boys are both out of town for some case about a dog in Dartmoor this weekend. Sincerely, Martha Hudson. London's number two detective team just became number one. Fox and Stallion. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr at 224bbaker or on our website, 224bbaker.com. It's like they say, big breaks are 90% luck. What's the other 10%? Luck.